Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I don't know which episode this is, Callie. I, I lost track. Um, here with Callie West, back from PR. How are you? Yes, I'm good. I am energized. I was in the sun all day, and my skin is peeling. But it's all good. Callie West here with a very special, special guest. As promised. Yes. We are here with Mr. Show Baraka. Welcome to the show. Yo, thank you for having me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. So you just landed here. Yep, like literally 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. That was about today. what, eight hours ago? Yeah. yeah. How's Brooklyn treating you so far? Excellent. So this, yeah, I have a friend who lives literally down the street, so every time I come, I stay with him. Nice. Because I don't feel like paying for those hotel fees. <laughs> Fair enough. You but that Uber ride was pretty much Brooklyn. a, it was a, it was a hotel fee. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been touring. Yes, I have. Night I have. With Show Baraka. Yep. Right? That's what it's so called. So how many cities have you tackled? Um, probably about eight or seven so far. I got Yikes. three more to go after this. Ugh. Yeah. You you look great. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm excited, man. It's just I haven't toured in uh in some years, so Yeah. When was I'm the excited. last time? 2000 a legitimate tour was 2012. I've done like three or four cities here. Mm-hmm. I did Africa um in 2014. But a legitimate okay. Yeah, a legitimate tour. It's been since 2012, since I did a real So how's the energy from back then to your tour now? It's dope. Well, I'm I'm five years older, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not jumping hey. around as much. Yeah. But what is dope is that my, my audience is mature. It's actually been good because my audience has matured with me. Mm. And the this is real. It is. And so the audience is a lot older in a sense that they they vibe with me a little more than the the youthful audience that I used to attract, which was just turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. It's like, now it's like, let's listen, let's have a conversation, turn up, let's right? listen, have a conversation, maybe turn up. By the end of the night, it's like, this is the last time I'm turning up because uh, my time. knees hurt. Yeah, exactly, right? And I got to go get the babysitter because the babysitter got the, right. you know what I'm saying? She got the kids. So, yo, so it's been dope. It's been, it's been, it's been enjoyable because most of this, the first show in the church every other show has been in bars or uh like in just clubs and so the environment atmospheres have been really interesting to get people to you know um like in a in a club environment really loose you know what i mean like they don't feel uptight so i'm interested to kind of see what this environment is like i was gonna ask you about that because i walked in um and and i haven't been in a church space in a very long time (laughs) (laughs) nobody's judging you nobody's judging you and then so i was like i wonder how the setup is gonna be like a church show i just you know we definitely not i mean i'm not holding back well it was i partnered with a homie who uh is a good friend and is a pastor of a church that meets here And I was like, yo, what's up on trying to get a venue because I want to do a show in New York? And he was like, well, the best, easiest thing to do is just to probably do it at the building where we meet. And I was like, I don't care. For I thought about it for a second. I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? There's no need to fight around it. People know I'm a Christian. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know. Might as well. Exactly. I was like, might as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> the only thing I don't want people to assume is that it's going to be... Like most of my shows, I intentionally try to keep like 18, 21 and older. So okay. like the show in, in, in LA, Los Angeles, it was 21 and older. And people would text me like, yo, is it really, really 21 and over? Cause like, can I bring my, I was like, no, it's legitimately like they will not let you in. Ah. If you're under the age of 21, because not only um, 
is the environments, you know, conducive for adults in most of my shows. But I talk about stuff that I don't want you bringing your children to my show. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I'm talking about real stuff. I may drop some words. Right. And I'm still drop that tonight. So, you know what I mean? So yeah. Just keep it real. But, there, is there an age limit tonight? Ah, nah, but, you know. But you prefer. I prefer. Yeah, I prefer mature audiences because I don't want to feel like I'm like earmuffs before I say this, you know. I've had shows where, like, they, the dad had, like, a little a 10, 11-year-old child with him in front of him and I'd be like, look, dad, I'm not about to censor myself. It actually makes for a funny show because I'm interacting with yeah. you. Yeah, so. But it's dope, though. I appreciate it. And uh, and those, and it's funny, though, because even those types of parents are the, are the ones who feel like the kind of stuff that I'm saying from the audience, I mean, from the, the platform is the stuff that their kids need to hear right. that they can have a conversation and dialogue with. So it actually is really dope. That's yeah. I, I talk a lot about that in previous shows. Like one of the things I love about Christian hip hop is that I could play it in the house with my two sons and mm-hmm. my daughter yeah, and not yeah, worry yeah. about like any F-bombs or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love to play my Kendrick, but not when they're in the yeah, house. I've been, <laughs> I've been finding myself like listening to Kendrick the last couple of days and like, I'm yeah. like, I can't listen. Can I listen to it right now? <laughs> exactly. Y'all are coming. I got to hear it hit the space bar or something like that. <laughs> I got my headphones on. You got to tap me on yeah, the exactly, show. Exactly. Right, right. Um, I find that hip-hop, Christian hip-hop is in this very interesting place uh-huh. where few years ago three four years ago it was it was just a very niche audience for yeah. it church folks you know you have people right on the cusp of blowing up Lecrae obviously Andy Mineo Social Club Misfits those are the people you know kind of up in in the in the forefront now yeah, but a few yeah. years ago they were just bubbling up but now they have exposure that's bigger so my question to you is how has that transition of hip-hop Christian hip-hop and mer- merging into more of a mainstream of people being more aware of it how's that been or has there been a struggle with that versus like church folks saying hey what what's going on mm. Mm-hmm. Is that really what the work of the Lord is? Right, yeah. Um, or, and how, and vice, the other side of that, mainstream be like, yeah, that's, yeah. let's not take them seriously. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, for me, it's not a struggle because this is the reason why, I, like, so I used to be with Lecrae's label. And, and, reach. and Yeah. And I left the label because I felt like the music I wanted to make wasn't quite conducive for that audience. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to just continue to have these conflicts with the label and with the audiences in which they serve. Like, I'm, in 2010, I, you know, I had an album, Lines of Liars, and I'm talking about marriage on this, uh, on a couple songs, and I'm talking about my struggle with growing up I was a black young man wanting to be white and hmm. I can't do these shows in front of these kids like you know what I'm saying and I'm not trying to denigrate the audience and the music that they made like it was only kids that came to the show that's not the mm-hmm. but I left the label because of that now I also didn't leave the label thinking that I was going to be like Kanye West the next week because right. I recognized that even though I'm a little too edgy for the church I'm definitely not edgy enough for the world right Correct. I'm not dropping the you know the B's right. and the F words and stuff you know, I would. <laughs> I'll let them know. Right. Uh, I'll let them know in a second. But the I recognize that there's there's a there was a um, a morality about me that just wasn't going to allow me to just be licentious and free as as mainstream artists are. And so you play this you play you're in this interesting middle game, right? It's like man, and I think a lot of artists like Andy Minio and all those guys that let you know it's like man, it's it's hard where we are because we love Jesus. We love the Lord. We hate the art that the church makes, though. It's like we hate it. It's like it's like it's terrible because it's not really authentic. Oftentimes we prostitute it 
in order to like to 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 perpetuate things that is not true to the art or to the artists themselves. But on the flip side of that, we also recognize that there are certain standards and moralities that moral codes that we have that we can't go in the mainstream market. And so the mainstream market doesn't take us seriously to some degree. But what I wanted to do was just say, look, this is who I am. You can investigate my music. You're not going to say I'm whack. Mm-hmm. The one thing you're going to say is I just don't agree with the things he's saying. Right. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, I don't want people to, to not listen to my music because it's not good. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, uh, G's turned me on to you because um, it's interesting when you put Christian mm-hmm. and hip hop in the same yeah, phrase. It, Which I don't like that label. Uh, I was going to ask either. you about that because I'm like, okay, why can't it be just hip hop? But Absolutely. it has so many um, subcategories. I think hip hop that you got gangster rap and you got Absolutely. like all these things. Absolutely. And so he turned me, he's like, look, I know you don't go to church. You don't, you know, do all that stuff. Um, but just listen. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. yeah. and I was like, oh, this is hip hop. Like this, mm-hmm. this is nice. Yeah. But every time that there's like a Christian connotation, it turns a few heads away. Yeah. And how do you attract people? And mm-hmm. and, and yeah. do you like being labeled a Christian hip hop artist? So I don't, I don't like the label. I understand why people label you that. Yeah. I get it. But the same reason why people would say a conscious rapper. Yeah. Right. Some cats are like, I don't want to be called a conscious rapper. Some, I don't want to be called a backpacker. I don't want to mm-hmm. be called gangster rap. It's just really like that's they they communicate from a posture of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a Christian. There's no denying. It. I'm not gonna go around saying I'm not a Christian, but there's so many presuppositions that people have with this idea of Christian music that I break. I like I don't break that. Like I had a song on my last album called Nigga Island, mm-hmm. and so it's just like and I'm so like if you gonna call me a Christian, a Christian artist, call me a Christian artist when I say nigga on a song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like and I talk about issues that aren't popular to talk about in the church. You know what I'm saying? And so you jam it to drink. Sound check, sound check. <laughs> <laughs> my man's, he just went, he went to a whole other level. So, you know, when it, I have my headphones on, so I'm hearing everything, and then yeah, I hear yeah. the beat. Wait, I didn't press, I didn't press play. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so I, I get the label. I don't like it. I would just prefer everybody just be called hip-hop. But, the, but there's a history to this, though. Like, you think about Christians, and there's, there's a whole, like, history within like Christian church they remove themselves from society so that they can create a market so that moms can feel safe when they're buying music for their kids so you can go to like a Christian bookstore and say I know everything within this Christian bookstore is safe for my kids so I don't have to have to listen to it you think about back in the day parents would have to listen to an album to say is this good enough for my kids to listen to right so now what you do is you go into these bookstores you grab a CD you give it to a, a kid and that you assume it's safe. So this is what the issue was with, I don't know if you guys know Lifeway. about this, Lifeway. Life I got Life kicked Life. out of Lifeway yeah, stores right. <laughs> because of some lyrics on my album. Um, and you can say penis on my Right, I'm saying, like, that's so ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so, because I said I thought with my penis, and so I guess that was offensive language to people who purchased the music through, like, which is so ridiculous to me, right? And that that's the critique that people have with the Christian, like, not only the church, the, legit, the legitimate followers of Jesus but also the art it's like how do you expect me to reach cats on Fifth Avenue right and and to go out there and be authentic and real with them when I can't say penis yeah because they say it much worse out there <laughs> yeah. right and so you expect me to be authentic and reach folks with out giving me the tools to do it. And that's There's ridiculous. A lot of censorship. Absolutely. There's so much censorship. So much. Andy Minio so talks about that in one of his uh, songs. Um, 
lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. Okay, yeah. He talks about the reason why I don't leave where I live is because Jesus didn't leave exactly. where he lived. He lived in the slums mm-hmm. with prostitutes, with murderers, yeah. right, 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 right. because that's where the, the work Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And for me, I feel like hip-hop, Christian hip hop, if you want to use that term, I call it urban gospel. Urban gospel music. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I just call it dope hip hop. Yeah, it's just yeah, my music. That, for sure. Not everybody does. It, it has a way, it could speak to a wide range of people mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. people remove uh, that stigma. But it, I do believe it can't get too mainstream. But it has to be bigger right, than what it yeah. is, because then once your money influences it, and then then Absolutely. things you lose a lot of, you got question things from there. So I'm happy yeah. for people's success, and Absolutely. I'm in my corner of my mind. I'm like, I don't want to see you on MTV. <laughs> yeah, there is there's a, there's a level to which I mean, the reason why popular music is pop, is is big is because it, it's supposed to appeal to a large audience of folks. So you want to remove any kind of hindrance that's going to keep somebody from listening. So pop music is intended to just reach a mass amount. That's why you don't hear very like people who are pop music artists. They don't talk about politics. Yeah. They don't talk about religion. They don't they don't talk about race issues. They just say we just gonna have a good time and have fun. We going out tonight. <laughs> so and so other artists, hip hop is the type of music that is more in your face, abrasive, and you're gonna communicate your beliefs. Um, it was born out of them. Exactly, right? right. And so, um, you know. So, well, yeah, but it's so, it's it's such an interesting concept for me because I'm like, man, I should just listen to Christian hip hop more often because I don't really listen yeah, to you it. Should, but I'm, you should. But I'm just, <laughs> you should. You should. Come on, Cali. You should. But, but I think removing that even even labeling the gospel for me i think it'd be just better yeah have you not. listened to any of these cats that he talked about yeah so okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but so what i do like, with her is like i'm making you a playlist right, <laughs> right, i'm right. not telling you anything <laughs> but you should check these guys yeah, out yeah. and i yeah. did that um another um dope podcast is the hip-hop review crew with uh, will gilvante the pro they do they review hip-hop albums uh-huh. mostly you know um mainstream stuff and i reached out to them and i was like I'm gonna challenge you guys uh-huh. to check out this album, yeah. The Narrative. So I did an episode. The last episode we dropped was was that one where we reviewed your narrative, and uh, they were like, "What is this? This is fantastic!" I'm like, "They on the podcast?" I said, "On their podcast." Right. Um, big up to them. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, Hip Hop Review Crew. Hey, big up to the Hip Hop Review Crew. Hey, send, send me that link. Yeah, we'll send you that link. Um, so you know, so that we reviewed it. Me and Will Gill reviewed it, and we gave it. Instant classic A. Let's go. Um, Instant classic. So so just introducing people to a different subgenre of Mm -hmm. hip-hop is important, but I feel like that's where the promotion is. It's like, it's this organic, homegrown. I'm like, I stumbled upon this. And even Callie on the way here was actually like, so how did you find him? I go, could I listen to Propaganda? Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. my real first taste into it. Um, I hanged out with Andy because I know um, Ray Rock. I don't know if you know Ray Rock. Mm -hmm. Ray Rock is one of the producers for Andy and Social Club Misfits. Mm -hmm. And he's my brother-in-law. So I'm like, oh wait, that's Andy. How do I act? How do I do this? That's one thing. But then when I started listening to it, and then I know you did a show with Propaganda 
like a t- like a talk. It was a speaking tour. A speaking yeah, tour. Speaking tour. So I was educators. We're not just rappers. Exactly. So I'm like, Go why ahead. is propaganda <laughs> hanging out with Show Barack? It must be something there. So yeah, that's, yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah, I kind of yeah, discovered. Yeah. But I love discovering music, as yeah, Ali yeah, knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me just find Who's some things. of your favorite artists. What happened? Some of your favorite artists. Who's some? My f- oh well, right now I've been a big Kendrick head. Okay. Um, been listening to his new work. Uh, the, the there's a comparison between um really dense music. Mm. Like I think your music is really dense, and I I like that. that. I like that description. That's um, how we say. It. I love yeah, that description. It's, it's reading a good book. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? I, so when I, I listen, yeah. I was like, I gotta listen to this like a few times because I think you're you're challenging listeners uh, to not be lazy, mm. and I think it's really important. So I was like, my question for the narrative, like, wh- how did you, how did you even begin to like conceptualize? Because I yeah. think it's also a conceptual piece of work. Yeah, um, it's my life. So one of the things that I, I try to do is if you, if you can, I, I release the album. I've released an album every three years. Hmm. Um, and the good thing in that is that it's, it's. I don't. I never felt like the pressure of a label to have to like, hey, you, you need to release the album now. Right, right, right. Because I think oftentimes when you fall into the trap of over, you overproduce. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Authentic or legitimate, or new or fresh, right? And you just force yourself to just put out content, and then you can tell like, yo, this is. And that's the reason why I think like, Kendrick Lamar does a great job is because he goes to the valley, lives life, and then he ascends the hill, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like. All right, now it's time for me to say something. Yeah. And then it's like, when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to the valley, I'm going to live life. And so for me, it was just three years of living life, uh, evaluating kind of like culture, evaluating where we were as a society, things that I knew that if I had a mic, what do I want to say? Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. say the same things that this person is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have a, a particular set of, of, of talents, I have a particular set of things that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. How can I communicate these things? And one of the things I felt passionate about was telling a story of why I, I believe the my faith is important in the, in the narrative of African-American history mm-hmm. and the story of people of color and why we shouldn't abandon that necessarily. And here are some people that have came before us who we can honor. Here are some areas in life where I think these things are important. Um, I'm an adult. I'm not feeling, I don't need to, uh, I don't need to, to, 10 to 18, 19 year olds anymore. <laughs> like there are enough rappers out there doing that. Right. I'm a grown man, I have children, I'm married. I have all, so it's, it's, those are the things I wanted to address within the context of this new framing of why, um, why we ought to have hope, joy, and uh, kind of just talk about our obstacles and struggles throughout history and joys and so yeah, I mean it's it's that's 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 been kind of like my that was why and how and it was just teaming up with the right people to make the right music. Yeah, um, yeah. Lauren Hill said something similar. On that's exactly. I stole Lauren. That's basically right. what I did. Is yeah. I just stole her philosophy. Right. That was a great. It was it was amazing. Was yeah. Yeah. And I was I was painting at the time and I was going through a mind blocks and I was like oh, I can't just I can't come up with mm-hmm. anything. And I listen to her, and I'm like, you know what? Put your brush down. Just put it's it down. Right. It's just go. Yeah, go do something. Go live yes, life. Go live. Go live. And that was my concern. Funny thing, I'm a, so I, I was one of those dudes who was like a contrarian at first when Kendrick first, first came out. I was like, hey, he's cool. Yeah. And then um, I, I had to stop hating. I was just like, <laughs> nah, this, dude's, this, dude's, this dude's dope. He's this dude is not only is he, he's really, really, really dope. Yeah. And so my concern was, it's like, man, the problem is, is there's very few artists who, when they're 
on the, the, the top in the way that he, that he is, that they're still thirsty enough to come back and give you more great content. And so usually what they do is they get complacent or they have to live up to some sort of tax bracket that they live in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, man, like this album is... I'm just hoping <laughs> that when it strikes 12 tonight, <laughs> that the rumored second album is true. And if it is true... I just can't believe that that's going to be good. I don't know. I, I just can't believe <laughs> it's good. I can't. Now I, I can. After this last album. If he but my thing is, this is like you, is that, means, you that means you have that means you have another <laughs> 10 to 14 songs that are amazing like what were you doing in these last two years that's my man I have a homeboy he said that that dude got a time machine bro like he's going to the future stealing people's ideas and coming back <laughs> yo it's, it's unreal so um because I I wasn't when he released the Untitled joint I wasn't really a fan of that and so it was, the yeah, it was all right yeah and I was kind of like ah I was like there's a reason why you didn't release these yeah. so I'm hoping like if they do release something it's not like that no I don't I don't think it'll be an exclamation point and then the, the game is gonna have to change yeah. Yeah. Uh, show I know you probably have I do got to soundtrack like as you hear it well, in the background we hear it and if you hear in the background I want to keep it just like this this is how it is when you meet at the venue um and we want to thank you for your time and for your effort for your passion man yeah i know that album for both of us meant, means meant thank y'all for loving it we're still digesting it mm-hmm. um and it's still prevalent so check out the narrative itunes spotify anywhere don't go to lifeway don't ah. but, <laughs> every, who are they else. and uh i would love to know if this is possible show baraka propaganda jackie hill perry album Woo, that's a let's do it. It'll have to be right away. Let's let's do it. I I don't have a problem with that. That will be pretty that's my like my dream comment. Jackie Hill the Jackie Hill's dope. The problem is I don't think she really has confidence in herself as a rapper. Well whatever she I, needs I love to. that she album. needs because she's a dope she's rapper. A great voice. Yeah, she's I think dope. she has a good voice. She's dope. I think she has a lot of soul, so I, I would encourage her. Yeah, absolutely. And also before we leave, we need to know your top five. Cause that's uh, how we it end changes the show. so much. And it's okay. Well, after this album, Kendrick's definitely in it. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's definitely in it now. Oh, Kendrick uh, is now in it. He's now in it. Well, he's this in. is three classics, possibly four by yeah. the end of the weekend. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's really, like yo, he's he's definitely in my top five. So uh, Kanye's definitely in my top five. Um, uh, I, there's gonna be probably one a shocker, but so Kanye's in it, Jay Z's in it, Kendrick's now in it. Mm. Um, Common's in it. Common. Common is in That's it. That's a shocker. Yeah, but he's kind of like sister. I've been saying yeah. that. Yeah, he's, he's he's the he's the one that like some folks would be like. Oh, okay, I can see that. And his last Other But here's the like... shocker. Is the one that raced the five nine. Raced the five. I thought you were gonna say silk the shocker. Raced the five nine. Yeah, you sent me home. Raced the five nine. Raced the five nine. That dude's rapping abilities is like. You know who would love that? Sir Love Day. Oh yeah. From the Straight Shooter Podcast champion. Shout out to you, Ronnie. Yep. Yeah, sure. yeah, he's that prime album is, is come on man. Yeah. That dude is like bar exams. Those, he's just a monster. He's just like he's on it. He's on yeah. it. That's he's those a, are good. Those are show Baraka's top five. We'll post that up on our Twitter. Thank you for your time. Uh, we'll be out there singing the yeah, we'll trying to catch up to you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, uh, thank on. you for your time. We wish thank you uh, safe travels. Um, and we'll check you out later. Absolutely. Thank All you. Right. Peace. Peace.